Okay, good morning. Uh, this is Madama Disruptors podcast, Alex and Frank. And uh, I want to share with you first, before we get started, that we have a new name and a new logo. I just want to bring your attention to it. We've had a, a, a great amount of success with this podcast so far with people uh, with with listeners and it's been great to have the listeners uh, let us know and give us some feedback on our podcast. So we decided that we better protect our name. And in the process of protecting our name, we found out that so many people had the name disruptors that we were unable to protect the name disruptors. So one of our brands or our major brand is called Madama. So uh, that we were able to use. So this becomes, has become now Madama Disruptors is uh, Alex and Frank is our new name and we have a new logo. So I wanna thank everyone so far for all the support you've given us and for helping us build this podcast because only because of your support that we're doing that well. So thank you. And, and then of course, because of our guests, now today we have our guest came back. This is a, a section or not a section, but uh, uh, part two, uh, Bill Fisher is back from uh, Pacific Floor Machine. And uh, Bill did such a great job last week with us uh, introducing this new concept for controlling the environment in, in, a, in a building I thought was fantastic. And I really hope that everyone had a chance to hear it. And now we invited Bill back on our podcast number 19 and Bill's gonna introduce another concept of something that he has and we're looking forward to his information. So welcome back, Bill, and we're glad to see you and thanks for being here. Well, Frank and Alex, thanks for, uh, thanks for having me back. Um, this uh, this section I'd like to discuss uh, uh, drone cleaning and drone disinfecting, and uh, everybody is has has kind of looked at this type of technology and uh, kind of admired it from afar. I know that you know when you take a look at Amazon and they were talking about delivering packages and and uh, folks delivering food and you know it goes on and on with uh, the the capabilities of, of drone technology. Uh, pure protective equipment, and I went through that on the last podcast, is, is a company that, a subsidiary of Pacific that we put together. And we started to take a look at, you know, wet disinfection, the dry sterilization, which is UVC, the uh, air, air purification, which we talked about the last podcast, which was the UV angel, and then of course the surface de decontamination, which was uh, the ADAPT, which was another product from UV angel. Today, we're gonna to talk about Lucid Technologies, a company that started in Charlotte, North Carolina, a group of young guys, uh, all in their 20s. Uh, they got the, the, the funding and uh, started uh, Lucid, and it all centered around drone technology. And what, uh, what we're gonna cover, and I'm sure you guys have a lot of questions as we go through here, but they, they've, they've 
started with the C1, which is a cleaning drone for outside of, of buildings, uh, eliminating the safety hazards of folks getting up on lifts and, and doing cleaning that way. Uh, so the C1 is the cleaning drone. And then of course, during the pandemic, they had to shift like everyone else and, and they, they designed a D1, which is their disinfecting drone. Uh, which has uh, uh, which is electrostatic. So that's 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 kind of uh, the overview of that. And if, if you want to get into the the C1 first, which is the cleaning drone, uh, if I could Bill. just in, in in a simple overview, um, it's uh, it's a 53 inch diameter drone. So it's a fairly big drone that is tethered to a low pressure system. And we'll talk about their soft wash compared to pressure washing and power washing here. And, and you'll probably have some questions as we go. But in essence, it goes up the side of the building about Bill, eight to 12 feet, feet away. Bill, I just have, I have a question on, on just uh, uh, what you said so far. This drone, it's, it's a battery run drone. It's battery. They're, they're, the, the unit comes four sets of batteries, Alex, and a, a battery set, which is, of course, two of them that's in the drone. Um, you're looking at about 25 minutes of, of cleaning. And, and uh, the uh, drone is controlled by, uh, I guess, a user on the ground. Anyone could be trained to use this drone? It, correct. The, 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 the drone has um, what's, what's called a, um, a, a sky, Skyoid 16, which is a seven-inch screen, and the operator controls it from the, the ground level. And uh, uh, when you take a look at training, Alex, uh, they supply a two-day training class. The one requirement is an FAA 107, which is a, a test, an aviation test that, uh, that folks have to pass before they can get approved to uh, uh, fly the drone. How difficult is it to, to pass that test? I mean, is it- uh... Oh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's in interesting you say that. Um, Andrew Asher and I have talked about it on numerous occasions. He's the CEO of, of Lucid and 99% Passed the course the first time. Oh wow! So it's a. Oh. He 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 said it's a pretty pretty simple course. How big is this drone? If you describe it, uh... Alex, the, the the size is fifty three inches in diameter. So it's a fairly uh, uh, nice size drone. Not not uh, most people are accustomed to the little small you know ten to twelve inch drone. Uh, this one is 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 uh, is designed to to get up and do a job. Uh, the weight of that is about 55 pounds as well. Okay. And, and the hose that connects to this thing, uh, how big is this hose? Well, the hose is almost, it's almost the diameter of a garden hose. It, 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 it basically is tethered to it and goes down to a, a trailer, uh, just like you would see with these guys with the big pressure washers where they have a trailer that they wheel in the pressure washer. And um, the, it's tethered and with FAA guidelines, 
with drones, you could only go up about 110 feet. So it can go, so the, okay, so 110 feet, what is that, 10 stories? Yeah, about 10 stories. And, and uh, when you're uh, running this uh, uh, drone and you have the hose connected to it, is it, can the, is that hose connected to a, uh, a truck mount, a water source and, and, a, and a building? How is that, how does that work? Yeah, what's taking place there, Alex, is the the unit down on the 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 the, the ground uh, is a low pressure pump. It's a, a low pressure psi pump, and what that does is that's pushing the water up the hose into the drone, and then you have various nozzles that you use depending on your cleaning. Uh, this drone is designed to clean not only exterior like uh, stucco and, and uh, you know, cement and uh, siding of homes, but it's also uh, like a vinyl. It's also designed to clean windows. And uh, they have another pump that is that comes with their system. That is a pump that... Uh, will use the deionized chemical. So when you're just doing windows, you could flip that over and then just use the deionized chemical so that you have a, a kind of a rinse-free shine when you're doing windows. So, so Bill, let me just get this straight. So the water coming out of the uh, uh, faucet or out of the hose is going through a filtration system that turns it into deionized water, or is it? Yeah, there's a separate there's a separate pump that they have that it connects to. So the water basically is being turned into deionized water or ionized water, whatever it is, and then that Cor can be sprayed on, and not and it's a non rinse. I'm familiar with that because that that's been going on for years now yeah. in the window cleaning industry, where water is is converted into a rinse free cleaning agent for people who, who mm -hmm. are familiar with it. And then you can um, spray down window surfaces and let it air dry and, and you're fine. But the only question is, until now, the systems that are out there that are non-drone, there's a broom of sorts at the end of the ionized water that sprays onto the uh, windows. And that broom sort of creates an agitation effect. So you're not really getting agitation with this drone. Is that correct? You're not. What they, what they, um, what they have is they have what's called soft wash. And, and soft wash compared to a pressure washer and a power washer. You know, a pressure washer, you're using high PSI basically to, to clean. It's more of the, it's more of the pressure uh, that you're cleaning now, you could you could have more damage with pressure washers depending on the the uh, uh, the exterior of the building, uh, and then the difference just between the pressure washer and power washer, of course, is just heat. Soft wash is a, is an interesting concept. Um, soft wash uses more of the chemical itself, uh, which is a biodegradable chemical, uh, to do the cleaning. Uh, under lower PSI. So they have the combination of a lower PSI with this biodegradable chemical to clean the exteriors. Now, as far as the deionizing of, of, of water, 
I think I do believe um, Spartan made a chemical for them for that particular purpose with the soft wash. So Frank, to answer your question, I, I, I think they've got that solution uh, uh, to, uh, to using uh, the deionized system without uh, agitation. Mm -hmm. is, is, is that's, the, uh, that's fantastic. That makes total sense. Chemically, that makes total sense. Everything you're saying makes total sense. I, I think it's amazing, and in my mind, I'm thinking the hose is heavy. This thing is pulling, it's not heavy, I'm sure. It's not a big garden hose. Must be a very small, thin hose. Well, the drone it's, is 50 pounds, so, so you got a lot of lift going on there. Yeah. And the, and the drone, you know, so that's- the, the hose is heavy, especially when it's got water in it. Or water pumping through it. Yeah. I mean, uh, is this being used to clean windows and facades of buildings, or is it just yeah. windows? That's what he said. They, they, the, yeah, the system they have at Lucid, they, they give you the flexibility. If, you get, if, if, if somebody just wants to clean exteriors, they'll even give you the specifications of the pump. And if you want to design your own system, um, you could design your own system. The, the, um, the thing that, um, and what they, yeah, what they're indicating is it's, you know, it's, in essence, it's, it's, it's producing a little less than three, 300 PSI at eight gallons per minute is the flow. Um, How long has this been around? Uh, Bill, how long is it in the market? I want to say the cleaning drone, Alex, has been around for a good five years. The, the disinfecting drone, of course, like everything else on the market, uh, hit the market, I want to say mid-year 2020. And, and has there been any crashes? Has there been any uh, drones crashing into buildings, into people over the five years? Well, the, the nice thing about the Number one, the cleaning drone. Let's let's address that first. Okay. Nice thing about the cleaning drone is that the unit is tethered to the hose, so the hose acts as a pr protection. Sure. The the disinfectant drone has a two point five gallon uh, container on the on the bottom of it, the uh, the tank for the disinfection, and that's not tethered. So the 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 issue you could have with the disinfectant drone is that number one, it, 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 it can fly too high, um, you know, it, because you don't have that tethering, uh, the, there's not, there's not uh, that secondary source of safety there. But it, it, regardless, I mean, if you're gonna use the D1 drone in disinfection, you're pretty much going to use that inside. Um, that would be my recommendation is that that uh, because the FAA is, is very strict on um, not, not only the training, which we'll get into here in a minute, but they're very strict on um, using a drone, for example, anywhere where there's any type of, of uh, you know, plane traffic, small planes, large trains, planes, 
they they don't really want anything in the air, so to speak. Uh, but the D1 drone has been very popular inside, like for stadiums, example, like arenas, stadiums, arenas. Uh, you know whether uh, and and Lucid has been um, on the disinfectant drone. Not to jump on sub jump subjects from a C1 to a D1, but Lucid is has has been very successful with. Uh, major sporting events. Um, they were on Fox News with the Mercedes-Benz Dome down in Atlanta. So they're, they're uh, I believe they have three of them down there that are disinfecting uh, the seats. And the, the drone, the disinfecting drone does about 150,000 square feet per hour of disinfection. And so you haven't had no crashes or any, any problem. I'm just looking from the, I'm trying to put no, no. on the other side of it. No, no crashes that I've heard of. Um, and again, you know, the, the, the training course is a two-day training course that's in Charlotte. And um, you have to pass a FAA 107 test uh, to get certified to operate a drone. Uh, the course, uh, as, I, as I, 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 I think I alluded to earlier, in the, um, Andrew Asher is the CEO of Lucid. Uh, I said, well, how, you know, how, how difficult is this course? And he says, well, about 99% pass on the first time. And, and we help prepare people uh, and educate people on that. Then, uh, you know, the other thing a lot of people are looking at, well, with drones, I mean, if I, if I, if I buy a drone or, or I lease a drone, um, you know, what type of insur aviation insurance am I going to have to need? And then the, the AVA, aviation insurance is anywhere between $2,500 to $3,000. A year? A year. And it's per drone or is that for 10, 100 drones that you may? No, the, the, the insurance comes down significantly based on the number of drones um, that you- oh, That $2,500 point you're saying. So in other words- Yeah, it's about 2,500. And but if you let's say you have more than one drone, then that number drops below twenty five hundred, or is it twenty five hundred per drone and the price? Drops? No, it starts to drop fairly significantly, Alex. No, no. What I'm asking, Bill, is when you say drops, it drops from twenty five hundred to twenty three hundred, or does it drop from you know twenty five hundred per drone? But if you have more than one drone, it goes to twenty three hundred per drone or uh, fifteen hundred per drone. How does that work? The yeah, the reason the reason they want to do per drone um, is they're not sure. You know, you could be using a drone on one job over here, and somebody's using another drone over there, and the 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 accident happens over there. So they do it per drone. Okay. It's, it's um, um, the more drones you have in operation, the less per drone insurance that you carry. Okay, so go to the outside one with hookup. Frank, do you have a question? No, I, I think it's, no, go ahead. Yes, yeah, so, so on the outside uh, drone with the hose connected, so you're saying there's uh, uh, the safety is the fact that it's tethered to the hose. So you can pull on the hose and leave them, pull it down, I guess, if there's an emergency or, or if you lose a control of it. How, how does that make things a little bit easier? Well, it can't get away from you. Okay, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> it can never get away from it. It can't get it can't go any further than the hose. So right, right, right. That, right. That's about how far it can go. See, right. if you think of if you think about it, 
the logic of it is it, it's really going straight up and down uh, more or less, and then forward and back to the left and to the right. So it's really that simple, right, Bill? It's up and down and left and right. And it stays so many, uh, as much as you can, you keep it in that, that area. And, and it's so many uh, inches or feet from the building. It's eight to 12, usually it's about eight to 12 feet from the building. It's got a sensor on it too. So it's a safety sensor. So you can't get it any closer than that. Right, good. Yeah. Okay, that's true, that's good to know. That's a good question, Frank. The, the, how, uh, how involved in this are you, Bill? What's your, what's your part in this process? Well, we, we saw early on with Pure that our wide area disinfection, the AM15, which we kind of briefly discussed on the last uh, podcast, uh, that was a very, very productive machine compared to your handheld uh, sprayer or your backpack sprayer. Um, we looked beyond that, started to think, well, you know, once everybody gets back into a sporting arena or once everybody gets back into a, uh, a concert or what, you know, whatever it may be, um, they're going to need something that uh, is a lot more productive. And that's when we started to talk to the folks at Lucid and how we could partner together on, on that type of technology. I, I, you know, it's, it's it, everything to, you know, whether it be clean, it, and we're all in the cleaning industry, it's all about productivity. Everybody keeps, keeps wanting to know, you know the price of this and the price of that. And then it's, yeah, about that. it's really, it's insignificant. It's, it's how quickly you can get a, a, a desired outcome by putting in a, a, a lower amount of, of effort. And, and, uh, um, and, and that's where people get, you know, with, the, with, with people out there with the right tools, workers, and uh, you give them the right tools to be productive, uh, anything will pay for itself and in, in, in very quickly, my estimate. It's absolutely correct. 100%. That's true. Yep. Is, is yep. Bill, is, is how, how do you go into market with this machine? Is it being sold? Is it being leased? How, how is this being introduced into the marketplace? It's being leased. Uh, and, and the reason uh, for the leasing is with the technology, the, it's, it's like anything else with technology, Alex. It changes every day. There's, there's newer things that, that make, um, you know, the, the technology of yesterday um, just, it just passes by. So with the leasing, every, with Lucid, with leasing, every update or every new, um, you know, addition to make that even more productive or better um, and simpler, um, they, uh, through that leasing program, it's a, it's at a no charge. They just provide that. So that lease goes on indefinitely forever. So you're basically paying for the lease, but in that lease, you're getting the entire service of that product, including the training and, and, uh, and they walk you through the testing and then all the service, uh, 
you know, is is all uh, all part of that. that and, that, and that basically goes on. So in other words, after a certain, you know, when you lease a car, you have the option to buy after three or four years. That doesn't take place with this particular unit. It's an indefinite leasing. It's like servicing contract kind of. Correct. And then what, they do, what they'll do is they'll just, the, the, over if they make, uh, uh, various upgrades to the unit. They'll just they'll just change you out to a new unit. Okay, and and does this and then you have to pay the twenty five hundred dollars a year on top of that for the uh, insurance. That doesn't go through the lease. That's not included in the lease. Is that correct? That's not included in the lease. No. Okay, and what's the time? We're talking you, you and Frank. We're we're talking very uh, uh, on point when it comes to costs. It's not price, it's cost. It's uh, what, what, what are my cost savings when I go to a unit like this compared to using traditional you know, telescopic poles or lifts? How much faster, and, and I'm sure you can probably use one person instead of using multiple people to do uh, windows and facades if you're using a drone. What, what, is, what is the uh, savings? Is there any data on that that you have? Yeah, there's, there's you know, I could I could refer to the the D1 for an example um, at the Mercedes Benz dome. They had crews that went in there and disinfected uh, all of the seats and so forth, and um, they were getting they were getting closer to. Uh, a 20 to one ratio on disinfecting that arena. So you look at, you take a look at, yeah, you take a look at, you know, 20 people at, at, uh, say $15 an hour. Oh, I see. Uh, and you look at, uh, you look at the drone, uh, the drone really pays for itself pretty quickly on that lease. So the drone replaced 20 people as far as disinfecting that uh, arena. That's what they, that's what the study they did. And that's the reason they went ahead and bought three of them. I mean, they've got a lot of, of, uh, of drones out there, Frank. They've got, uh, for example, the, the indoor Texas A&M uh, football practice fields. You know, a lot of these, these colleges that have the, the uh, you know, the real nice indoor uh, practice fields, uh, what that what what the drone does there is is it it will disinfect the the uh, the astroturf uh, as well as the any type of seating areas and so forth uh, quickly. So um, you know they this company has done a wonderful job in providing a solution to exterior high up cleaning as well as you know, the, the unfortunate situation we're in where you can't find anybody to work. Um, so you can't get people to work. You can't get uh, cleaners in. Uh, companies that have staff are requiring them to disinfect things at a much higher rate. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was talking to a, a gentleman, you know, who when I own my own company, uh, and he, he be, he's, he's become a good friend of mine. He said, Bill, he says, I've never seen it like this. He says, I've got good workers that I've got to 
require uh, them to do things uh, three times to four times where before they were doing it one time. And I, I don't have the financial resources to hire that matter of fact, they won't allow me to hire more folks. So we've got to find ways to do things quicker with fewer people, or I'm going to lose good people. You know, it's also, Bill, what's also very interesting, and, and Frank, I, you know, every time I talk to people about the window cleaning business, it's one of those real low margin, you know, for some reason, the window cleaning business has never become a high dollar uh, number, and it keeps on getting lower and lower and lower. Um, I'm sometimes amazed at the prices that are out there when it comes to people uh, uh, bidding on these windows. So having a drone do the windows to me is pretty amazing uh, as far as uh, from a cost point of view. Instead of you have one person operating a machine versus having a lift lowering people and 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 you know I guess if you go over 10 stories you, you still have to do that. But you know up to 10 stories that's a pretty amazing time savings uh, versus having multiple people for hours cleaning windows. The question really is how efficient it is at cleaning these windows. That's really the key to, to really see uh, what it does, how dirty a window is that it can clean versus a manual uh, process. Right. The, the I, I have a comment I'd like to make, if you don't mind. Uh, I, I want to share something. Bill was talking before about productivity, how important productivity is. If you think about it also, Alex and Bill, you know, just think about, uh, let's go on the assumption that this thing does as good, if not better, of a job than they can do right now with a brush, or at least equal. Let's go on the assumption it does it. Well, if it does, just think about productivity in terms of the interior of the building going up by bringing in much clearer outside light, because that's what clean windows do. Clean windows absolutely increases productivity with workers because it gives a, a better light in the building. It makes the everybody happier. I don't know about you, but when I have my windows cleaned in my house, my whole house feels better. I, I feel like my whole house is better since I clean my windows. Well, there's probably also energy savings, Frank, right? And I mean, that, that's that's a, a real plus. I, I buy, I, I, the reason I'm bringing that up, I started the window cleaning business and that's where I started my whole career in New York and washing those high rise windows. And that was the whole thing. It wasn't just about cleaning the windows, it was increasing the productivity in the building with clean windows. That's what really sold the window cleaning. But there's also energy aspects to this, Frank, right? I mean, yes, you're talking about- absolutely. Lights yeah. coming in, warming up the building. Yeah, you know. lots of, there's so many pluses to right. clean windows. It's unbelievable. It's never been published correctly. It's never, never been uh, really supported correctly, which as Bill said before, it's never been supported correctly. If it was, right. window cleaning is a phenomenal, phenomenal thing to do. I'm wondering what's going to, I'm wondering what's going to happen with these uh, drones. <clears throat> Excuse me, that, um, as these uh, machines get smaller, uh, you know, what kind of rooms, what kind of areas we're gonna be able to clean indoors and outdoors? 
you know, I'm sure we're going to have to still the FAA issues with going too high, but maybe we can put into these drones uh, safety uh, programs that don't allow it to go above a certain height uh, when you fly these drones. So maybe that would be a way of tackling the outdoor challenges with these, uh, with the government uh, worrying about, you know, drones crashing into planes or helicopters and so on. And going smaller you. inside the building would be great. Yeah. A 52 inch uh, drone is pretty big uh, for some buildings. It's not for a stadium, but uh, you talk about inside the building, the drones became smaller, which I'm positive they will. They could be used in buildings and doing the same process. Be great. Yeah, ORs, operating rooms, spring yes. down operating rooms. Yes, right? many things. <laughs> You're on to something, Bill. We, um, you know, it's amazing when you sit down with folks and you start to, you know, when I had a meeting with the guys at Lucid and we sat down, we started taking a look. You know, the, the one big thing with industrial plants, now the problem you have there is they have to come, they have to overcome the, you know, the impellers um, and, and the turbulence, the impellers cause, but industrial plants have a huge issue with dusting, yeah. high dusting. And they're always bringing lifts in and they're always getting up on the lifts with the backpacks and, you know, slowly, it's a slow process of getting the, the dust off the pipes and, 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 and the cobwebs in the corner of the, uh, high up in the corner of the, the one area and, all of that high dusting, uh, it, it would be interesting, as I told them, is is to have a you know a, dust, you. a dust drum with the vacuum, and that couldn't. Very uh, oh yeah. Great you know, so it, 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 there's just a lot. You know, once you start taking a look at at the technology, how far uh, these guys can go. Um, and I think they can go pretty far because there's, there's probably a lot more we're not even thinking about, which, which in the cleaning industry that could, that can use a drone. Yeah, it's, it's really exciting technology. I mean, it's pretty wild uh, where this is going to be taking us in the next 10, 20 yeah, years. Absolutely. And then be a top uh, operator to be a good qualified operator. That would also be a plus. Yeah. You, you, you know what? New, uh, FTE uh, category, you know, drone operators, you know. Yeah. In, in their, yeah. yeah. But you know what, Frank and Alex, you know where those those uh, those operators are going to come from? The kids that that are that are that are uh, the in, Xbox. Yes. Into the gaming and the Xbox. Yes. Right. Buying a drone would be easy for them. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, there's one more thing I want to put in here. You know, yeah, we got to watch our time because we're okay. we're, we're way over here. Uh, uh, okay. so go I ahead. Put, I just want to put one one uh, uh, point in. <clears throat> you know, the um, some environments you don't want to send a housekeeper into that environment. <clears throat> so sending a housekeeper into an environment, you know, that might be, for example, uh, in hospitals. I know, you know, you have terminal clean rooms, and some of those rooms may have had a person with a contagious disease in that room. So robotic technology, uh, you know, is is a pretty cool way of getting in there and disinfecting the room without having to be there physically. And I would see say that if you had a small drone uh, getting into a room and disinfecting a room from from the uh, inside without the 
the housekeeper or the uh, operator being in the room itself, that would be a great application for drones, you know, in the future. So that, that, would, that would be something I was thinking about because I, I can't tell you how many times in my hospitals, you know, housekeepers have to suit up and then they're still nervous. In the early days of COVID, you know, people didn't know, there were housekeepers who refused to go into uh, rooms or shops container companies refused to send their people into rooms to remove the shops containers because they were worried about uh, COVID. No one knew how COVID was transmitted. They didn't know the proper PPEs. So having a drone in that application would have been, you know, invaluable. I think you're right, Alex. I think a smaller drone like that, um, you know, in the in the hospitals, it's it's um, it's incredible. I mean, those guys are frontline people, and they they uh, um, they've got to go into a lot of areas and expose themselves to a lot of things that that. Uh, even, you know, uh, you know, we talked last time about a mobilized and we have a mobilized system that you wheel in. I mean, you're still going into the room. You're still susceptible to stuff. Um, you know, having a smaller drone where you can you could kind of unleash that and, and get that uh, that room disinfected pretty quick. And you probably can do it pretty fast. Yeah, that's very interesting. Thank you, Bill. This is great stuff. Well, Bill, this was a fantastic uh, uh, podcast, and, and I really thank you so much for bringing this to our attention. And I'd like to put up the information to be sure that people can contact you for uh, you, you. They need the 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 information. They need the uh, the uh, contact information. Yeah, contact information. So if you could tell us to us now. And then we'll put it all up on the on the podcast when we put it up. So sure. If, anybody's, if anybody has uh, any questions, um, I'm always I always make myself free to talk because I love I love uh, you know talking to folks about cleaning and about their problems. Uh, that 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 enables me to to stay on my game, so to speak, on what those actual needs are out out in the field. Uh, my, my cell is 317-223-6123. My email is bfisher at pacificfloorcare.com. And uh, you have any questions, uh, I can be of help in any way. Please do not hesitate to reach out. What about the website? Can you put up the, give us the website for the drone? The, the, the website, the website for, uh, uh, Pacific Floor Care, of course, is www.pacificfloorcare.com. The pure protective equipment the subsidiary that, that, that works with uh, the folks at Lucid is www.pureprotectiveequipment.com. And if you wanted to go on the Lucid uh, website, I believe it's www.lucid.com. Perfect. Very good, Bill. That's very good information. We'll put all that up on the podcast so that people are clear in case they didn't catch that when you said it, okay? Okay, that sounds wonderful. Thank you very, very much for your time and, and all the information you shared with us, Bill. And thank you, uh, Alex. Thanks, for Frank. who you are. You're, you had great questions, you always do. And you make the podcast really a valuable podcast. Thank you, Frank. And my final words always are, and it's important to share from my point of view, is that I love you. And thanks for being who you are. Thanks, Frank. Okay. And Alex, thank you very much. Thanks, Bill. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.